got lots to chat about and there we go we are recording we've got the all clear how is everyone this morning it is trending thursday so much trending so much to dive in but good morning everyone this is carol Stewart, aka nani boss lady canna with two sisters hey good morning everyone this is janice aka excuse me wellness diva trending thursday uh in north haven it's kind of doom and gloom today and rainy but that's not going to stop us you know we're always out and about doing something and, and i just realized we're both wearing black today that was not planned no so. that was de so definitely not planned but you know i'm not sure how many we're just going to dive right in because there, there right. is so much so much that's trending and and as most of our audience and listeners know we look on all gamuts of health and wellness and it doesn't always go in the direction of just exercise equipment fitness and diet we talk about a lot of things that we talk about have to do with the mindset have to do with the soul set the heart set and how do we surround ourselves with positivity that also impacts our wellness our well-being right so one of the things that we frequently do talk about is you know different things that are trending and of course last night being the first time and i think it's actually the first time in history that a president has actually taken this long to address to address uh the joints of, of congress which we'll get into that in a little bit you know i i i'm not here and and we are not here to put a negative light on anything that he stated uh, i'm actually not even going to go in that direction which will probably surprise a lot of people I'm going to go in the direction of things that he did not say versus what he did say. Um, the only point that I'm going to, that's been trending of what he's been stated or, you know, really pushed was get the vaccine, get the vaccine, just do it, get the vaccine. And he said it with such determination, with such, uh, you know, passion and kind of in a cray cray kind of a way. Um, which kind of got you thinking and kind of scratching your head. Why is he pursuing it in the manner in which he did? The other thing he did not discuss, or that, that was one thing that he discussed that kind of really opened my eyeballs a little bit, but the things that he didn't discuss, he didn't discuss the crisis at the border. Never even once mentioned that. He did speak about gun control, yet he did not talk anything about law enforcement and those that are fighting every single day men and women that serve our country and serve our citizens he never mentioned anything about law enforcement i do believe he did a little bit of a blurb of the military um and then he talked about immigrants but he didn't talk about the elite because there's a difference between someone that comes into our country and wants to become a citizen citizen there's a correct way of doing it that to me is someone that's immigrating to our country those that are illegally entering are not and there is a difference so he touched upon the illegal people that are coming over and so those are those are kind of the top things that i took away from it but you know it really led me to dig a lot deeper into his really in my idea his, his persuasion i guess would be on talking about vaccines and uh if anyone is interested to know as a lot of information that i really kind of 
been listening to and talking about and other people that I admire, you know, everyone works, you know, the digital warrior works very hard to provide information. And we often talk about what's trending is choice. So, you know, a choice to get vaccinated, a choice not to, and both should be respected. But I'm actually changing that, that, that mindset a bit. Be, because of the information now that we do know that is going on about the vaccines. And, you know, I personally got information about someone that I personally know that took a particular vaccine and has been deathly ill for the last 30 days, tendinitis, uh, migraines, very uncomfortable. And this is someone that's in the medical profession. And that, and you know, really kind of that light bulb moment where you hear small cases, you don't hear the overall overall evidence. And a lot of people, that's what's trending. A lot of people talking about, you know, why is it that so many millions got one shot but didn't follow up with the second shot? You know, did they get a change of heart? So, you know, when we talk about respecting choices, you always have to, but choices have an action and they also have a reaction. So what I mean by that is, Someone that's in a very depressed state, not in a good, good, healthy mindset, may the depression may take over and they may make that sudden choice of ending their life. They may make that choice of ending their life. Well, push comes to shove. If in fact you knew the person was that depressed or that was really in their own way, trying to reach out and trying to get help, wouldn't you help them? I think we can all say that, you know, a good human being would, right? If we have the information. So the choice of having a vaccination, while I, I firmly believe that it is a personal choice, and I would never tell anyone that their choice doesn't matter. But if we have information that could save them and or at least give them the information that now that maybe they can make an educational decision on whether this is really the best course of action for them wouldn't we do that because to me it's kind of like that person hanging off the cliff if i knew ahead of time and i had the information i did nothing i'm an accomplice to that person making that decision and i feel that there's so much that we don't know and we're starting to learn that if we don't share it, then we're accomplices to part of the problem. I'd rather be part of the solution, not part of the problem. Don't you think, Jim? Being part of the solution is always the best way to go. And I think what people have to remember too, and <laughs> I know that a lot of people that have gotten the vaccine, um, I've been asked if I, I have gotten the vaccine and my body, my choice. And I certainly respect people, friends, family, getting the vaccine because that's a decision that they have made. They either want it to get it because of their age group, you know, whatever their reasoning may be, that is their choice. <laughs> I respect that. But I think what's, as far as the vaccine is concerned, what's maybe getting misconstrued a little bit is when you are asked, hey, did you get the vaccine? And somebody says yes, or, or in my case, I would say no. People need to respect that. And there's not, I don't think that there's a lot of respect for that. And I think 
when people are asking that. <laughs> I certainly understand the curiosity of wanting to, to ask that question. I get it, but that is my body, my choice. And I, I think people are, there's just too much fear mongering going on with the government. And that's another big subject I could really get into, which I'm not going to. And I think there's a lot of that going on that people are feel fearful if they don't get it. The kind of the flip side of that is, and I don't, I not sure who I was talking with and did, Hey, did you get the vaccine? And I kind of said, no, jokingly, no. Did you get a colonoscopy? And I think I heard that from, from somebody and they looked at me and they're like, what? I said, well, think about the question that you asked. I totally get why you're asking that. And I respect that, but there's a fine line. I think that people have to be very cautious about. <laughs> I don't mind. That's the point that I'm saying that I right. change. It's not a question that I don't respect them. Right, exactly. I respect their choice. Yeah, ultimately, well, I don't respect their choice. I think that's the part I'm coming out with. I respect that it's their decision. I don't respect that it's their choice because I don't think, sadly, people are educating themselves enough to understand what they're putting in their body because there's just the news keeps changing, information, investigating. You know, we've got countries all over the world that are suing for uh, rights against humanity. So what, what has changed for me is that I respect it's their decision, but I don't, and I wouldn't use the word that I don't respect it's their choice. I would say, do your homework and educate yourself. Don't just get it because simply it's your choice and you're doing it out of fear. Educate yourself because it's really ultimately, we are accountable for our, our own health and wellness. Now, I do know that there are some professions that are forcing the issue. Um, and in that case, you know, for some, depending on what their profession is, you don't have that choice. But if clearly the freedom of choice is there, the freedom of information should be provided. And if it's not provided, that you, you know, that the whole deck of cards is flipped that you understand, not only the short-term effects, but possible long-term effects, because that has to also weigh into your decision-making. Those that don't educate themselves, that's the problem I have with it, because I would hate to see someone get it out of fear. And then, you know, my research and, and other people's research that we're finding that we have so much information, and yet we are not sharing it. So, we share information to help people make that important decision. And we encourage others to actually investigate themselves. And because it's ultimately, it's your responsibility. You do have the right to choose what you put in your body, but you can't play the ignorance card regarding that because there is a lot of information. Now I do know social media and mainstream media is not really allowing people to get the information quicker. They're making it harder for you because you got to dig. They're not providing the information for us like they did years ago. So you got to definitely do your own digging. But I would think that your longevity, your health and wellness, not only for yourself, but your family members is worth 
spending the time to educate and understand and not rush into it. So that's, I think, the perspective that, that's changed for me. Before, I automatically blanked your choice, your decision, but I, I can't do that because knowing the flip side of people making choices, if you know something can hurt them, I do believe, you know, for humanity's sake, it is our right to, to let them know. Now, what they do with that information is their choice. If they still say no, you know, great for the information. I'm glad you educated me and or I didn't know that, but I'm still getting it. Absolutely. It's your choice. You're in charge of your own body. But I think we do a disservice when we sugarcoat it. And I think the trending sugarcoat is, well, it's your choice, your decision. Instead of saying, hey, of course it is, but let me provide you some information or at least do your own due diligence to find out. Because I personally don't want to be, to be one where someone say you knew that information or you investigated and you didn't share it. That would have been really helpful for me if I knew, because we can't sadly rely on what else, what is going on. The other huge piece, and I'm going to be honest, last night was painful to watch. It was painful to uh, to hear the message, but I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to pounce on him. Um, he had some some gas, but I'm not even. That's not what I'm talking about. What going through that? I needed to go through that pain so I could, because that was really. I'm going to be honest. That was probably the first time I've really heard him speak live at length, and it really kind of solidified my decision in not voting for him. I don't like it. You know, I don't like the policies. I don't like what what he saw. And what he talked about, I really don't. However, through that, because I wanted to get to the the response, because there's always when they have that, and you know, I, I thought it was something that was very kind of silly when you think about it. The CDC, CDC and the WHO has already posted that people that are fully vaccinated, you know, can go into a public room, an open forum, and be rest assured that they're, you know. And I'm paraphrasing, you know, that you, you can do that. You can you can be safe and you don't need, need to wear masks. Yet when they talked about that this was his address to the joints, there was hardly anyone in the chamber. Many, 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 many were absent. Number one. Number two, they were still masking up. So even part of their own policies of what's out there they're not following. So I thought that was different. The other, I think the one piece that struck a chord with me was the statement, we the people are the government. Mm, I guess in a perfect world, that's we the people should be represented in the government, but I don't think we're the government. Because we should be, we, sh we should have more of a say, but reality says that's not true. But on a bright note, because obviously we, we talk about different things that are trending, was Senator Tim Scott. His message was nothing but pure leadership, was integrity, was really showcasing and sharing his journey on him coming from a very sad home life situation and how he used faith and education and some good people that were there in his family to help him succeed in life. 
and his really calling out to the country that America is using the phrase race, the word race for division. Because, you know, we talk about bipartisan and he really pointed out in a very eloquent way that the person occupying the White House did not show, showcase bipartisan. Everything he did state, even though part of his agenda was to bring people together, his first hundred days really divided us even further. And Senator Tim Scott did an amazing job. And, and he said it, like I said, in just eloquent words, you could see the, the spirit of the Lord coming through him. You could feel his energy, his passion for this country, but he, him being accountable and saying, you know, government you know, and using race, the race card and, and that hostility basically is nothing but more division. And he also pointed out the things that people wanted to hear that the person that's occupying the White House did not bring to light. Law enforcement, borders, you know, there, there was so much that he really, so in the, the toughness or in the struggle to listen to the address, uh, it brought me to a better place when I got to hear and had the privilege to hear Senator Tim Scott. And if you haven't, I we really highly suggest to our viewers and our audience, go listen to his rebuttal because it was done with such dignity, integrity, and you really, really got a flavor of the character of where he came from to where he is right now. I don't know if you had the opportunity to uh, hear it. No, I did not. Um, quite honestly, I'm going to be very honest. Um, I did not listen to it. I did not want to. Fair enough. For many, many reasons. Um, I definitely will at some point, but what I will address are some things that he has said this week or within the past month, because I think that's important for me. When anybody, I think whenever you hear, for instance, the word mandate, like you are mandated to come to um, an employee meeting. First of all, just like the word diet, I hate the word mandate. When somebody tells you, you have to. And one thing that really got me that he said was, well, you know, you're not, and I obviously I'm paraphrasing it. Uh, you're, you're not going to be able to gather for July 4th and uh, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. Like I am tired, you know, people like Whoopi Goldberg, Joy Behar, all those schmucks and they go on their rants and I'm tired of blah, blah, blah. I'm going to say that I'm tired of the word mandate. I'm tired of the word race. We are all the human race. For me, all lives matter. And I'm tired of somebody tell me, telling me specifically the government what I can and can't do. If I want to have a picnic on July 4th, guess what? I'm going to have a picnic. I just think it's getting a little on the ridiculous side. We the people, and I think more people are standing up and letting their voices be heard. <laughs> I just, I just can't 
watch him at this point. Um, plus well, like I said, it, it definitely, it definitely was very difficult. Um, but I felt for me, it was, it was necessary because we, we do, we do talk about how what's going on in our world impacts our health and wellness. Now, I, and, and that's what was trendy. Like people were like, were, were not happy listening to, you know, his vision. And I didn't, I didn't try to focus on that piece to it. I was really trying to focus what he says he's going to do and, you know, what, what he claimed he campaigned on and blah, blah, blah. So I, I listened to that piece to it. And I just found it ironic that there were certain areas that are imminent in our country right now are imminent, the borders, the danger in the borders, that's imminent. You know, he did make reference to um, two people of the black race that were killed. And again, brought it into a, to a, a place where, you know, I don't think he should have gotten involved in those cases, especially where one of the cases he actually gave his opinion while the jury was in deliberation. I, I don't think that's a good look for a leader of a country to get involved, especially our country. But one thing that Tim Scott did talk about, he said the same filibuster, because he did bring, bring up about the filibuster, the same filibuster that the Democrats use to kill my policy, uh, my police reform bill last night has not suddenly become a racist relic just because the shoe is now on the other foot. And that was such a pivotal moment in Senator Scott's speech because he does address the issue. And I think all Americans can say without a doubt that there are reforms that need to take place in that particular area of police work, there, there does need to be reform, right? We know that, but he presented a really good bipartisan bill and they, they didn't wanna hear anything about it. So at one hand, they're, they're pushing one piece to it, which is part of the problem of diversity, uh, dividing again, continually to divide but they're not coming up with solutions. So here, this eloquent speaker, who I truly believe is gonna do great things for conservatives, said, hey, look it, I've got a bipartisan bill here. I've got this great reform bill for those things, for those areas. And I think speaking as a black man, a black African man, that is also a senator of our great country, you would think that would have some some bullet points for them to take notice, you know, especially from his own journey. Yet, you know, they use the filibuster for that. So I, I think he brought out some some great rebuttals for sure. I think it gave the American people a lot to digest and to chew on. And for those that really want a lot of information or a lot more information on the vaccines and the different companies, you can go to my personal Facebook page and I, I there's a, a, an article in with factual information 
that, you know, have been shared by so many different digital warriors and, you know, added to because people are, you know, they're not doing it. You know, we don't get paid to to get information and to, and to do research. We don't get paid to do that. We do that because we want to share information that might help somebody make that that hard decision. And in that way, we're impacting others to take charge of their own health and wellness to say, just I want to make sure that, you know, there's no 100% guarantees on anything that we do, but there is a 100% guarantee that we did put in the effort in knowing that we, we've, we really tried to do our best to get the updated information to make that all important decision that impacts our health and wellness that will inevitably impact our longevity not only ourselves, but our children and our grandchildren. Uh, the other cool thing I wanted to bring up was that uh, the great governor of the state of Florida, which I live in, and I'm so proud to be a part of that state, he has, and I'm gonna get to it in one second when I find where it is. Uh, they, uh, in Florida, the actual house, the bill passed 76 to 40, that vaccine passports are officially and completely outlawed. You know, and that, you know, that says something, you know, the other kudos and shout outs and what's trending is in Arizona, where a local county, uh, the parents <laughs> and all by all legal rights did it, took over the Board of Education and they were all voted in, all the, Others were voted out and they actually took away the mandate, that word that we all don't like to hear about mask wearing off the table altogether. So kudos to you know, that group for, for we the people of taking charge and saying, no, we're gonna find a way how we can do this because the people that have been elected in, if they're not gonna do right by our children, guess what? We've gotta do right by our children. So kudos to them. Isn't that, great? Isn't that great? I mean, that's such a good story. Yes, I did see that story. And I was like, yes, well, that's we the people operating at its finest. And I just love stories about that. And, you know, think of how that has sparked the conversation to step up for what you believe in and, and what is right. And I think that that is really awesome. So trending Thursday, I got a mess on my desk here. I got to clean this up. Um, what else is happening? Well, let's see. Uh, there was uh, some other things. Uh, there was some buzz and some pop culture. But then the other buzz that's going out on, and I actually shared it, are these three young uh, black children. And, you know, I even hate, even hating to say that to identify them, but so many times because the race is race card is keep being brought up in a negative light, let's show some goodness of forget the race, but, you know, talented young men. And one in particular is, I want to say he's maybe about nine. I'm not sure his age. And I posted them and they did a, re, uh, a, a rendition of Michael Jackson's one of his favorite songs and these three brothers, boy, are they talented. And again, that's also on my personal Facebook page. I'll probably try to share it on two sisters too. It's such a good feel song and it's, they are so talented. 
don't know. Did you check it out? It's so cool. No, I'll have to, I'll, I will have to definitely check that out. That is awesome. So uh, many, so many good things. See, I don't think it says their names. Um, at least not in the one that I shared, but oh my God, there I'm, I'm going to guess the, the oldest or maybe the middle is on keyboards. He does not. Say, okay. They're called the, uh, Mel's. It begins with an L. I'm, I'm going to mess up their last name, Brothers. Um, so the, it looks like the oldest is playing guitar. It looks like the middle is on the keyboard. And then the youngest, and actually the middle brother resembles Michael Jackson, but the youngest, who is probably about, you know, close to the age that Michael Jackson started. Now, so that's a, that's a uh, inquisitive question. We'll see if you know it. Do you know the first time that Michael Jackson took to the stage, how old he was? I want to know if any of our our our, our uh, viewers or listeners can can answer that question. I want to say six or seven. He was quite young. Six years old is actually correct. So I, I do believe that this young man here is older than six, but I'm guessing maybe he's about eight. Maybe I don't know, but his voice and the oldest son's voice, because he also does uh, some of the singing, tremendous. So talented that this particular. Uh, brothers are going to go places and it begins with an M and I just I don't know how to pronounce it so I don't want to screw it up <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to definitely your name and I don't want to do that we'll have to definitely check that out so on that note we talked about some kind of sensitive issues politics was mixed in just a little bit yeah. but you know it's all about sharing what we're passionate about not to pass judgment. So I just want to make that really clear. You know, we're, we're here to share what we're passionate about. On that note, my name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0. It's Trending Thursday. You make the trend. And I am with two sisters. And this is Carol Sue, aka Naughty Boss Lady Canna. Yeah, it's Trending Thursday. What do you, what do you, you know, scrolling and thinking what's trending? What new gadgets? OPS, there are some great sales out there um, that is also trending a lot. And it's Wayfair 80, 80% off on a lot of things. I know there's a lot of Wayfair people that absolutely love their products. And I happen to see that. So I wanted to share that. But you be the trendsetter. And you know what? Maybe, maybe trendsetting should be, you know, being more available to people with kindness. You know, maybe giving a great compliment. Maybe, you know, if you see somebody need helping them, that should be what's trending, helping and being kind and no, no more divisiveness. Let's work together, but you can't work together if you got the, all that junk going on. So try it a different way. Try something different that you normally wouldn't do. And that's being a trendsetter. With that, this is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, live and out with two sisters. But we will see you tomorrow on Fantabulous Friday. You guys have a great day. Hi, everyone.